0: You are listening to a Sunday Sermon from St. Thomas Episcopal Church in Bellevue, Washington. We are a community that seeks God's presence, serves Christ in others, and grows together in our faith. Welcome to our podcast.
1: The following sermon was preached on the first Sunday of Lent, March 1st, 2020, by the Reverend Lex Breckenridge, Rector at St. Thomas. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. To you, Lord Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. He fasted forty days and forty nights, and afterwards he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you were the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, one does not live by bread alone Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their splendor. And he said to him, All these I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him. And suddenly, angels came and waited on him. The gospel of the Lord. Lord The summer before my senior year in college, I decided it would be a good idea to hitchhike out to the West Coast. You could still do such things in those days. And so, a friend of mine met me in Virginia, and we stuck our thumbs in the wind, and off we went down into Tennessee to Interstate 40, and then clear across the country, all the way to Santa Monica, where I-40 ends at the Pacific Ocean. After staying in LA for a little while, crashing, it was called in those days, we set off up the coast on Highway 1. I'd never been to California before, and, as we used to say, I was blown away. And the mountains themselves Uh, brown and scrubby near the coast, but quickly becoming alpine as you ascend, were completely unlike the eastern deciduous forests of my upbringing. I was blown away. As we made our way up the coast, I decided that I wanted to explore the interior. I developed an interest in Zen Buddhism in college, and I was very curious to visit a Zen monastery located at the famous Tassahara Hot Springs. In the Los Padres Mountains up above Carmel. My friend was eager to get on to San Francisco where his girlfriend lived and so at Carmel we went our separate ways. He went north to the city and I headed east up into the Los Padres National Forest in search of Tassajara. Now I was an eager young romantic And I imagined that the monks at the monastery would welcome a seeker like me with open arms. The monastery is located well over 20 miles into the forest, and the trail was steep and primitive, and it was going to take a couple of days to get to my destination, so off I went. I hadn't gotten too far up the trail when I came to a kind of a startling revelation. I was all alone. I mean, really alone by myself in a wilderness that was strange and heading for a place where I was neither known nor expected. I became intensely uncomfortable. How was I gonna get along without anyone to talk to? No one else knew where I was, what if I got lost? Two hours into the hike, and I already had visions of buzzards circling overhead. Okay, time to turn back, I said. Time to head to the security of my friend's home in San Francisco. No, you can't do that, my inner voice said. You can't give up. Just keep putting one foot in front of another. And so I did, breathing deeply to keep the panic under under control. I made about 12 miles before darkness began to fall. And making camp for the night, I felt the darkness pressing around me. The silence was oppressive. The chilly air was cutting through me. It was hard to be alone in the wilderness. Well, I did make it through the night and I set out early the next morning for the monastery, eager to see what I was sure would be friendly faces. Now, to say that the monks at Tassahara were indifferent to my arrival, and to me, would be to wildly exaggerate their hospitality (laughs) which turned out to be non existent. I mean I could wander around and soak in the hot springs, but as far as sharing in any way the life of the community, well, that just wasn't on the menu. To cut to the chase, I decided to stick around whether they welcomed me or not. I set up my little camp near the hot springs and wound up staying for a couple of more days. So why am I going on and on about something that happened over 40 years ago? Because of what I learned from the wilderness. What I learned from the wilderness of the Los Padres National Forest and the Tassajara Hot Springs. Most importantly, what I learned in my interior wilderness. A wilderness filled with loneliness, fear, Discomfort and unknowingness. I learned something about the little demons that dwelt in that interior wilderness and wanted to tempt me into all kinds of things. Like running away towards safety and security. Like running away to people who knew me and cared for me. Like running away to comfort and control. Those were very tempting demons, I can promise you. Now, we hear another story of a young man in the wilderness this morning. The young man heard a voice from heaven telling him he is God's own beloved. And then abruptly, this young man has been driven into the wilderness by a power he probably doesn't yet understand. The Spirit has led him there and clearly has led him there for a purpose. It will be in the wilderness that the young man will have his character forged and changed as he confronts his own demons. I really like the way the Gospel of Mark tells this story. You know, Mark uses only one sentence to describe all of this. Mark says Jesus was in the wilderness 40 days, tempted by Satan, and he was with wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Here's what I love about this. When the Spirit drove Jesus into the wilderness, he didn't run away. He didn't try to find a way out. He didn't try to escape. God's beloved accepted the company that God gave him in the desert. Who was that? Satan, wild animals, ministering angels you know, there wasn't any drama around it. I mean, Jesus didn't express any preferences. Jesus didn't say, you know, God, I wish you'd do this or that for me. You know, Jesus doesn't waste a lot of time, in fact, defending himself against what comes his way. Because he knows that everything, and I do mean everything, comes from God. He knows himself as God's beloved, and then he shows us what it means to please God. Whatever comes his way, Jesus allows it to happen without fighting it or running away from it. He knows he's God's beloved and he knows that God is with him, shaping and forming him for his life's great purpose. So here we are in Lent. Here we are at the beginning of our own 40 days. Will the Spirit drive us into the wilderness? Will we allow the Spirit to do that for us? Do you have some inner demons whose voices are trying to be heard? Sure you do. We all do. Now, we can choose to ignore those voices if we want to. We can run away from those voices if we want to. But you know what? They won't go away. We'll need to turn and face the demons. And you can do that because you are God's own beloved. The story of Jesus being tempted in the wilderness isn't just about Jesus. It's about you too. It's about what you do. Or better stated, what you allow God to do with your demons. In my wilderness time, those many years ago, my inner demons weren't the only voices I heard. I heard another voice, a different voice. A voice that says, You're beloved. You're going to be okay. The love that had been the foundation of my young life was with me in the wilderness. And that love brought me out on the other side of the wilderness to a new place of confidence and growth. And to this day, I'm really grateful I didn't run away. So enter the wilderness each day during Lent, find a place of silence and solitude. Now the silence might be tough at first. You might find that you have some thoughts and feelings you've been trying to outrun that might be catching up to you. And you might find some wild animals too. Will you stay or will you run away? Will angels minister to you? There's only one way to find out. Head to the wilderness for the next 40 days. Even if it's only for a few minutes a day. Let the Spirit lead you there. Confront your demons. Hey, you might even think about getting friendly with some of those demons. Now, I know that might sound strange, but what I know is that oftentimes the things that devil us are just shadows of our true selves. You know, when we embrace the demon, when we love the demon, we might love the demon back to hell. But we won't know until we confront the demon, and we won't confront the demon unless we allow the Spirit to lead us into the wilderness. Now's the time. You are God's beloved. Enter the wilderness with confidence. Confidence. W.H. Auden was one of the great poets of the 20th century, and he was also an Anglican. One of his poems is the text for a hymn in our hymnal, 1982. It's number 463, and it's reprinted in your your worship sheet. Uh, If you turn to that, yeah, it's right. It's in your worship sheet, just below uh, the, the sermon announcement. The choir is going to sing it once for us. The the tune's a lovely tune, but it's a little complex. So the choir is going to sing it once for us all the way through, and then we're going to join them for a second round. This poem, my dear sisters and brothers, is really an invitation to follow Jesus into the wilderness. Come to the wilderness.
0: Amen. For more information about St. Thomas Episcopal Church, please visit our website www.stthomasmedina.org That's www.stthomasmedina.org